here we are, we've started. Hello and welcome to episode four of Outlander, the podcast with me, Jen Brister. And me, Maureen Younger. You see how we get better at it? We do get better at it. Now, if you'll note that we're not talking as loudly as we usually do. That's because we're currently hidden behind a wall with BFI at the back exit of NFT3. I'm hoping not to get caught before we finish the... You're going to hear a lot of noise from outside. There's nothing we can do about that. We've literally wandered the streets of South Bank. Well, there is no streets, but... You know street. Whatever. Whatever. And we can't find anywhere that's suitable to record this. So, so here we are. Hiding just behind a wall. We're behind a wall. If we get caught and we get asked to leave, just so you've got the background on it. Could be a very short podcast. It could be a very short podcast. But anyway, here we are. So... Uh, welcome to all four of you that have been listening to this podcast. Thank you for all your tweets, all four of you. All four, all four tweets. And it's a sign, isn't it, that um, a podcast is pretty much going viral <laughs> when you know that four people are looking forward to the next episode. So that's encouraging. Um, so thank you. We'll remember that when for, we're in jail for, for being, trespassing. Yeah, of course. Stop going on about yeah, it. Okay. got freaked out because we heard a police siren earlier. I was like, I don't think it's for us. We haven't you know, done anything, we're just hidden behind it. Oh, we've already been spotted anyway, so it's fine. Um, and just thinks we're weirdos, so it's okay. Now, uh, here we are for the uh, fourth episode of the Outlander podcast, where we will be discussing episode seven, The, the wedding. wedding. Yes. What did you think, Brister? I watched it a few weeks ago and now can't really remember it. <laughs> no, that finally the thing that we've all been waiting for happened, which is that they constantly... Three times. I mean, this... Uh, yeah, okay, fine. He's a time. young man. But it wasn't like back-to-back, was it? They, they did... Yeah, they, they had a break. They gapped it out a bit. Uh, but you get the idea. There is... Relations have occurred. Finally, all that sexual tension is no longer... Is no more. It's all been ploughed into... Ploughed is the wrong word. It <laughs> uh, has all gone into this uh, exchange. Yeah, I'd stop there. i stop of, there. Should I stop? Yeah, You're stop right, there. I should stop. Now, uh, I'm going to now hand this over to Maureen, who knows this episode probably second by second. Yeah, so I have can, watched it quite a lot of times. We can dissect it together. So, actually, I've written an article. I'm going to plug it. Um, why going back in time? I can't even remember the name of the title, but it's a very good uh, article. At the standard issue, she says modestly, because they have sex three times, and I think it's a, it's. And people have gone on about the fact that it's from like a woman's point of view, because most sex scenes are written by men for men, and they're usually quite tedious and incredulous. Was well, this? Sex... Well, this wasn't incredulous, was it? <laughs> by any stretch of anyone's imagination, this was actually factually the fact that he he he. He got it in the first time, no fumbling, didn't have to find out where everything was, just went, landed, landed. Straight in. You he's know a, what I'm talking far, about, don't He's we? a farmer. What's he been, are you, what are you suggesting? He's been practising on his livestock. <laughs> he's seen animals. He knows where it's going to go. Yeah, but even if you know where it's going to go, Maureen, you can't always just bang it in straight. You've got to like, believe, grab getting, hold I'm of getting... it, direct it towards the area, you know, gently, you know, Enter the. I person. never thought I'd have this conversation with you, Jen Bristol. Well, I'm just imagining it. I mean, look, I know I'm a gay woman, but I am aware of what happens in these instances, and we do have extra gear that we can use if we want to. This, this is far too much information, and some of you are probably dry retching into your cornflakes. We're not going into it, but what I'm saying is, I mean, the fact that he just went boff straight in, I was like, oh, come on. Anyway, Anyways. Maureen thinks it's factually, it's like a documentary for Maureen, this show. That's been a very long time, I have to say. I have to, well, it must have been, <laughs> if you think that this is more realistic than most sex scenes. I know, come on, a lot of sex scenes are terrible. 
terrible. You know, you got for start, you got. Oh, anyways, I know what you're trying to say, and I and I am being facetious and deliberately uh, uh, annoying. And I, I, what you mean is that this particular sex scene has been directed in order that it appeals more to women than men. Yes, I think irrespective so. of how naturalistic it is or is not. Yeah, it's yeah, irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Carry on, Maureen. <laughs> We've got 26 minutes maximum, oh, we've agreed, we can't, okay, go okay, we can't go over that. So anyway, so yes, you're right, they get married. Um, what I like is the fact the foreplay starts really early, so she's obviously very nervous, drinking a lot of whiskey, he notices, says, you know, I'm not going to force myself on you, calms her down. Things like that are very sweet because he's paying attention to... Right. Women yeah. take this into of attention. Course. I mean, it's always good to know that a man isn't going to force himself on you if you okay, have a drink. That, for me... <laughs> It's, I don't know why. I, I could go back to men it, just hearing this. What the point? Because obviously the norm is making... they wait for you to have a couple of wines no. and then they're on <laughs> rutting on <laughs> you before you can say, excuse me, but this is the night bus. Okay, that wasn't exactly the point I was trying to make. I'm trying to say he's very attentive and he's, you know, very attentive to her feelings and, and, and things like that. It's nice. Okay, let's go back because we've gone straight into the sex, but we, there was stuff that happened before that. So let's so, do the so lead up. First of all, you see Frank Frank proposing marriage to her. First of all, then it cuts cuts into the wedding, getting married. Then they that to, happened all of a sudden, didn't it? You think, what? Are they getting married? What's going on? Well, Frank and well, she was a bit taken aback, wasn't she? And then you got the marriage, and then the the, the wedding, and then um, God, I just watched it. I watched it on the way coming here, didn't I? I know. The, you should have seen the scene. I wish. <laughs> I wish I'd uh, just taken a photograph of the bits that Maureen was on. And I was like, I can't believe you're watching that in public. Can I just say, I got a wonderful text from Bristol the other day going, note to self, don't watch the end of episode nine of Outlander on the train. Don't. That's a note for all of you, don't do it. And I I text back, did you learn anything? And you wrote... Yes, not to watch a graphic sex scene on public transport. And I wrote back, I suggest you don't watch the first five minutes of episode ten. And I wrote, "Mm, yeah, I'm learning that now. (laughs) So... There we are. So don't, don't do that. Uh, the guy next to me thought I was a pervert. Anyway, in other news, we're still on episode seven. And in fact, we haven't even got past the first two minutes of the bloody episode. So God knows how long so we're going to we find out. So we find out why um, I'd love Jamie... to take a photograph of us. We just sat on the floor behind a wall at, at the BFI like two complete goons. Just people keep wandering past us, looking, looking at us. us. Like we're like, if we get caught, we'll be in trouble. Actually, nobody cares. They just think, those two middle-aged women whispering on about. So we well, you see, because Jamie hides the fact that he's really in love with her, and he just tells her he married her to um, protect her, which is partly true. Yes. Which yes. obviously, you know, Claire gets very is touched by that. She's touched by it. They go to kiss. They don't quite kiss because then she starts saying, "Talk about your family," which obviously is not well, really. You've got to clean your throat first. <coughs> Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> that guttural voice coming out at you. Podcasts are very intimate affairs. Your voice is literally in somebody's ear. What if they got their earphones in? Anyway, anyway carry on. Talk about well, police. Police are <laughs> Look, I've got thirty-six percent of battery. You can't waste it. Okay, Come sorry. On. So then they go on and talk about the families, have an old, old, good old chatter. They get interrupted by Rupert and Angus. Rupert and Angus. I mean, what are comedy they just duo, the comedy coming, duo. just sort of like bounding their way in? I mean, yeah. go, it's their wedding night. And isn't there one point where he goes downstairs to get something to eat? Yes. 
But that's after they've had sex. We've, we've jumped ahead a bit. We've jumped ahead. I see. I don't even remember it. So basically, she because she's getting a bit she's getting a bit horny now because she gives him that look and goes, "It's oh, it's getting late. We need to go to bed." And he goes to to bed or to sleep. And she kind of looks at him and goes, "Well, well, she's a minx, are Claire? Isn't she? Oh, yeah, minx. she's a minx. I mean, I don't blame her. I'd be like that. Well. I wouldn't have lasted that long holding no, out with Jamie. No, Maureen but... would not have held out, although it would have taken her a while to realise what, what the signals were. So in actual fact, it might have taken several years later. Um, but when she'd figured it out, it wouldn't have it, taken it would, quite it would, so Yeah, long, it would have just taken the initial thing. And then he undresses her. She's all very sexy. Not with his eyes. No. Very literally. Very, very sexy. Does, he, does she undress him? She takes his belt off. And then he drops his kilt. He drops it, doesn't he? And he gives her that, oh, that's a very sexy moment when he kisses her. And she goes, oh, how did you learn to kiss like that? And he goes, oh. I was a virgin, not a monk. Oh, yeah. sexy, sexy, sexy. Something about horses as well. <laughs> then they shag. And he goes to shag her from behind. And she turns him, she turns around and puts him on top. Puts him on top. And he's like, oh, I didn't know that you didn't have to do it from behind. Oh, it's a very cute smile after. This is his first time. Seen the horses. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I mean, the fact that anyone that good-looking could still be a virgin, don't be daft. Anyway, I'm not going there. I do know somebody who was incredibly good-looking, incredibly sexy, who did wait a very long time. Well, I mean, you just think, at that time, when you're talking about 18th century men, they weren't feminists. Yeah, when they used to die, yeah, okay. They yeah. weren't feminists, were they? And, and he, he was an ex-surgeon. And also, he could easily have died at any given moment. Why hold on to your virginity? Well, in the book, it's kind of explained a bit more, but anyway. Um, and then uh, he, the, Claire gets, because Claire realises that she's really enjoyed it, and she shouldn't because she's a bigamist. Because she's a bigamist and she's already married. Although, to be fair, and please, for those of you that watch this show and have seen this episode 985 times, the, the sex looks pretty rubbish to begin with. <laughs> it's meant to be because it's his first time. Yeah, but she enjoyed that. Oh, yeah, but she, you know, she probably liked the fact he was inside her. Because he like, she likes it. I don't like it when you say things like inside her, I'm Maureen. sorry, that's, you know, I'm straight I, have, I, ha- I mean, I, I, have had a, I have had a donut earlier and it might pop back <laughs> up again. So, anyway, I thought the sex looked rubbish. And then he was like, did you enjoy it? And she went, yeah. And I was like, she's Jesus, say, your standards are low. She's he just no, hopped shit. on and went bish, bash, bosh. And then yeah. he, he came within about 30 seconds. She wasn't even close to being, like, towards her first orgasm. I know, but, you know, you're not going anyway. to say, you're going to say, yeah, bored shit this. I used to <laughs> Not everybody's as romantic as you. Well, anyway. you, know, you say that you wouldn't say that, but I bloody well would have. <laughs> no. But anyway. Oh, Get off. Else is coming. So anyway, um, they go, he goes downstairs, then he pops back up. He gets teased. He gets teased, obviously. For, uh, well, well, for the fact that he's a virgin and he's popped his cherry. Yeah. And then he pops back up. Um, Dougal's trying to make him stay downstairs. Obviously, he doesn't do that. Doesn't do that. Wise Dougal's move, wise just move. in a foul mood as usual. Because he'd like to shag. Because he'd like. Well, we find that later on, don't yeah. we? That he'd like to give Claire a good going over. Um, and then they. What do they do? They have. Oh yes, they. Have, then he explains how he slowed Dougal down, so that he could get his kilt and get the ring and get and a the proper dress. wedding. Because he. Because Dougal's like get married and then you know then we can get the English off our back. But he's not an idiot. Because that's why they're getting married, by the way. And also know. the ring, because the ring, he doesn't tell her that the ring has got a significance, but you find that out later on. Well, it, the ring is made from a lock. Mm. Uh, and we do see that. We also find out that he got the Fraser kilt. From a widow. From a widow. Max Murta got it, the kilt. From yeah, a widow. so that he could wear it. And he, what was the other thing he did? The dress, that was very the dress. romantic. Got the dress. He got dress. a dress from, from a brothel. Bunch which, okay, that's prostitutes. Not, that bit's not that romantic, but the dress looks nice. The dress looks nice. And um, we find out that Claire got pissed. 
Oh, Peg is absolutely... Which you would do if you were going to have to get married. the night before wedding, so she's really hung over at the wedding and feeling pretty rancid. Whereas he remembers every minute, flutter, 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 and he, they talk about the wedding and you see and the wedding. they keep her flashbacks of the wedding. She looks anxious and like she needs the loo, and he looks, oh, my God, like he's in love. Which he is. Which he is. And that's the whole point of this bloody show. But then they have a massive kiss. Is that we kiss. all believe that. Then they have a big kiss. And he realises that perhaps she's not as indifferent to him as he suspects or as she's making out. Because I think she likes him more than she realises. Yeah, well, I mean, God, yeah. I mean, God, she does like him. That much is obvious. Anyway, so that's boring. They go... Then, then they have the big sex scene. They have the sex which scene. Which I just watched on the tube. Why not? If you're going to watch it anyway, <laughs> watch it on the tube. And uh, the sex scene is the bit where he... Uh, undresses her. No, she, she, undress, she, she asks him to take a shirt off. She get, undresses Why? him. And what then she mean, I understand. spends a lot of time doing some circular motions around him, brushing her hand against his buttocks. Yeah. Maureen well. rewound that 38 <laughs> times. Amazon have had to contact her and said, look, you're ruining... You've, you're going to have to remove your membership. If you keep. They didn't. I've made that up. I don't but think it possible. matters. It's, it's it is possible. possible. They don't care. They don't care. And then he asks her to take her dress off. A shift. She takes off a shift. I, I don't even know what happens next. Um, Relations. He goes, they, yeah, they, he goes, she goes, have you never seen a naked woman before? He goes, not so close, not ones at mine. And then she gets him to put a hand on his breast, her breast. Yeah. And he picks her up. I mean, Christ, he wouldn't go to do that with me. No. A lot stronger. Well, he, maybe a fireman's lift more. In. <laughs> he could definitely Probably do his back. He'd definitely do, do He's your He's quite strong. Lift. He might get away with it. Yeah. And then they basically, have, he brings her to orgasm. Yes. And then she, he gets his first blowjob. And then he gets a BJ. He seems quite happy about that one. Yeah, surprised. But he doesn't, he's probably never heard, he didn't know what it was, probably. No, but I like the fact that he's quite happy to get on board straight away. Doesn't he yeah. go down on her as well? Yeah, that's, that's what you saw on the train. That's Mrs. what I saw on the train, and I thought, oh. I did warn you, but it was know, too, warning so came late. too late. Warning was what was And then late. what I like, because you know Jamie's fantasy male, but then he proves to be an, an ordinary male, and then he goes straight to sleep after the blowjob. Oh, no, but I do that. <laughs> we all have a little kip afterwards, don't we? Is that normal? Am I, I saying? Am I revealing too much? I'm going to have to edit that bit out. I'm just tired. I've got two kids. I fall asleep at the drop of a hat. And then she goes downstairs and Dougal makes a pass at her. Yes, Dougal makes it quite clear that he, the marriage is just, you know, a contract and that he is available should she so desire. And she's like, oh, excuse me, but I'm married to Jamie Fraser. And he's like, yes, yeah, so. And he's a lot hotter than Dougal, to be fair. And, but Dougal, I mean, what a tash on him. If you like a man with a moustache, you would definitely drop Jamie, wouldn't you? You'd go straight for Dougal. Uh, but if you're not as interested in the moustache, uh, which clearly Claire isn't. Go for Jamie. Then you'd go for Jamie. Because he does that designer stubble very well. Years Who, Jamie? Before, yeah, years before it became a fashionable. Sorry, they're just making an announcement for a it's movie very, that... It's probably not in F NFT3, unless we're screwed. I really hope it's not in NFT3, <laughs> otherwise we're going to be sat outside the door where everyone's trying to get in to watch the film. Um, so Claire pops back upstairs, and she's thinking, thoughtful. Jamie's in bed, wakes up, spots her, got her mother's pearls, puts them around her neck. That's not um, a That's euphemism. That's not a euphemism. That's a, not a euphemism. For those of you going, what is this, porn? He's giving her a pearl, pearl necklace? necklace? No, it's, no, it's a proper pearl necklace. He's actually giving her a pearl I'm necklace. I'm surprised you know that. How do you... Do you think I'm born at, like lesbians are in nunneries that we're not aware of like certain euphemisms? I do know what a pearl necklace is, and I did go to a secondary school. Oh, okay. Which is right. where you learn about all these things. I didn't know. I learned a lot later. But anyway. You, I mean, obviously, Maureen wasn't at secondary school, and I was at secondary school. She was probably about 52. <laughs> what? She's 109. 
just aged really well. So anyway, he gives the necklace and says, you know, they're very precious to me. So they belong to my mother. And then um, they have sex, but this time they make love. Oh, they don't have sex and make, make love. love. That was, an, that was what I was saying about my article, because the they, they shag, they have an awkward shag. Yeah. Second one is just hot God, sex. God, they have really good hot sex. And the third one is they make love. Oh, they make love. Oh, do they? What do they? What's the difference? Sorry, I can't remember the blinking episode, so I don't remember how we... The third we... one is when they just, like, they do it really slowly and they're they looking at each other. Oh, they the... give that, all that face. And you know what? It... I fast-forwarded that. You did not. I did. I got a bit bored because they were doing that face-to-face. And I just thought, come on, let's speed this bit up. Not, listen, I know I complained that there wasn't enough sex, but then I got a bit bored of that bit. And I only had a very finite amount of time to watch that episode because I could hear a child crying. So I thought, speed it up, speed it up, speed it up. But I'll go back and watch it So that it was again. my article, uh, which I couldn't, I can't even remember the title of, but it's like my, why going back in time makes for better sex. Read it, why? it's a standard issue. Just get my name oh, out. Well, and I hope that's offered advice to all the straight women out there. <laughs> if you're unhappy about the sex you're having, do what Claire did. Go find a stone. Yeah, go find, fling through Scottish yourself, go back 200 years. and go back 200 years and find a highland. Well, it worked for her, didn't it? It did, but let's, let's be honest, this is complete fiction. And then at the end, of course, we have her looking at the two rings. And she looks at the two rings, because she's in a not t- a euphemism. Because <laughs> she realises she, she's in a real bind now, isn't she? Yeah. She realises she's in a bind because she's married to her man of the past. Sorry, this man with emphysema has just walked past. And... Uh, she's also married to Jamie, so now she is actually. She's a tall. She's torn, and she's torn between the two, isn't she? Because she, in theory, she wants to go back to Frank, but now, but now she's actually in love of. with Jamie. She realizes that she's in love with two men. Yeah. And people say that you can't be, but Claire is proof that a fictional character that existed in the 1940s stroke 1800s can. So it's a triangle through time. It's a triangle through time. Oh, that's very good morning. No, I, I nicked it from one of the podcasts. As did they did. You nicked it from an, for a genuine <laughs> podcast, a genuine outlander <laughs> podcast, not this old pile I know, but it, I shouldn't have said anything because it did sound, that does sound good, doesn't it? does it? sound triangle good. We need, you see, we need to have things like that in the show. <laughs> Instead of hiding behind a wall. hiding behind walls at the BFI, just <laughs> relating the storyline everybody knows. Okay, I so think we need. What, I mean, like, let's really get into the nitty. What else happens in this episode that we can discuss? Well, what did you? Because th- we wanted to dedicate the whole episode to this. I mean, I I really liked it. You didn't think the sex scenes were great. I did I not think the sex scenes were great? I mean, do you know, Maureen, I think we just we we want different things from this show. <laughs> you want this show to be real, and I want this show to be over. <laughs> and I think that's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. For all of you Outlander fans, I am actually enjoying it. I just don't think I'm enjoying it quite as much as Maureen is. I mean, that would be difficult to enjoy as much as me. Maureen wants to get into the subtext. I'm like, Jesus, it's Mills and Boone, isn't it? I've said this before and I'll say it again because I've got very limited vocabulary. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know how realistic this is. Well, I don't know. I mean, you must have had that that moment when you've you've had sex with somebody where you... Not only you could be physically open to them, but you could be emotionally open to them. And that's a very sexy thing. And I think that's what people are really attracted to. Because it happens very rarely. Yeah, I, I, I get I get. And that's, and that, that's the kind of thing that you kind of want. It's where you think not only... Where, I mean, being open to somebody sexually, in a sense, is easier. It's that emotional openness and being able to, to, to bear your soul to somebody, which I think is very, very sexy. It, it and is it, sexy. Which is what happens... That's why people like... I mean, I think the reason why Jamie's... So attractive, apart from the fact that some humans gorgeous, James is a fantasy male, 
is the fact that he really, really loves Claire, and that's what somebody wants, somebody who, can, who loves him so completely. That's what his attraction is. So we've got Waterloo Bridge behind us. So if you are wondering what that noise is, it is Waterloo Bridge. Um, yes, he, it's his naivety that you're attracted to. Yeah. It's a man uh, with no sides, so to speak. So there's no agenda other than the fact that he loves this woman. Yeah. And, uh, it, and he hasn't been in love before, so he hasn't, he hasn't got baggage, he's yeah. not cynical. And it's not like there aren't other women on offer like that young girl. Mary. What's her name again? Larry. I know. Larry. She's going to pop up. She's coming back. So yeah, he's not. He is naive, and it's a very attractive. It's a very attractive quality, quality in a man. It's a man that you can easily manipulate. Am I right? Mm. No, I'm joking. It's a man is, Jay, who well, loves you, you, you completely. Don't, you, you don't realise Jamie's very, very astute. I mean, you kind of get it in the sense that he kind of gets Dougal to slow down by giving him these three things to do. But actually, Jamie turns out to be. He's ahead of the game, even in front of Claire. He's he's more astute than anybody else around it but you don't realize that in the season one so much yeah he's got way more self-awareness than any of the men in lots of ways jamie's a little bit like dating half man half woman you think i think he's got the butchness and the testosterone and the all of that of a man and then he has this incredible uh self-awareness he has this uh a real connection to his emotional side where he's not disconnected at all he really understands his own emotions he's he's quite emotionally um what's the word what is the word? Mature? Intelligent, emotionally intelligent, is that a thing? Uh, in a way that men, uh, all the other men that you see, they're all like flipping, like they might as well be like, they're not that dissimilar from farm animals with beards, are they? They're like, booze, birds, meh. And then, then you've got this Jamie's going, I'm really thinking about my complex feelings for this woman. And you're like, what? Come and on. And he's only 22, so I mean, it's quite impressive in theory. He's only 22? He's meant to be 22 in the Oh, yeah. and I mean, how old is Claire? Well, she's in theory, 27. Oh, is she? She's 27. But in reality, 38. Good on you, girl. <laughs> she looks good, though. She's very good. She looks very good. Uh, certainly not a disparaging comment about her age. If anything, I was saying the opposite. Uh, looks very good. Anyway, stop talking. Um, so, yeah, I totally understand it. And, and also, I think the sex scenes are quite good in the way that they're not the usual kind of TV sex scenes. I mean, they're... Slightly more explicit than they're more explicit than what you'd get um, on BBC. BBC. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Which Could you imagine the amount of complaints the BBC would get if they showed that? Who? What channel was um, Queer as Folk on? Channel Four. Oh, they get right. away with it on Channel Four. Channel Four because they had rimming on that. Do you remember that? Yeah, oh, God, I, remember I was that. I was watching that with my mum. <gasps> that rimming episode. I remember going, "Oh, mum, would you like a cup of coffee?" And my mum went, "Don't be a silly anything. I know about gay men." And we were like, "Oh, well, let's just watch rimming together then. That seems perfectly normal." <laughs> can, I, can I watch? I watched this some sexy with my mother. Right, he's Scottish, and um, basically he, he took a got against the banister and, and, and did it against the banister. My mum just nudged me and went. He's taking her from behind, you know. Like, I needed it explaining. Thanks, Mum. <laughs> I thought they were just pol polishing wood. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. I was wondering what he was doing. <laughs> oh, you should wait to dust. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering why he stuck that duster on the end of his knob. <laughs> yeah, I never watch these scenes with parents. Yeah. I, I did, it wasn't a short film where I basically ended up uh, eating cake and becoming a lesbian, obviously. Oh, yes. That's I very good. much enjoyed that That's film, very good Maureen. Film. And, uh, my, and Maureen watching... very erotically eats cake with another woman <laughs> who's clearly very attracted to Maureen as well as watching her eat cake. She's yeah, like, I did. You, won't, you don't want to know what I do with what's chocolate it called? Claire. Uh, it's called pastry. It's called pastry. It's and, very good. Um, Maureen's very great in it. In fact, I would say to the uh, casting directors of Outlander, if you want to get an actor in, 
Get so more in. She's very good. good. Particularly eating cake. And um, they have cake scenes in Outlander. Oh, you're a lot of bannocks. But... It would be great. Like, you could have one of those bit parts of a mad Scottish woman in the background. You get her in a corset, Jeez. just shouting Gaelic into the wind. <laughs> Can I just say that? I watched it with my father, who's old school Scottish, very old school Scottish. He didn't click. He didn't get the kind of lesbian undertone. And then he wondered why this woman's going to be lots of cake. And I basically said, you know, because she fancies me. And there was silence. Wow. I hope you Let's never. I better not meet your dad. I oh, know he won't realise you're gay. It's fine. And uh, what with this haircut? No, he still won't. And uh, I thought I'd leave the ladies again in Brighton. <laughs> in Brighton. <laughs> it's actually beginning to get on my nerves now. <laughs> and then uh, at the end of the film, I said, "Oh, what did you think of the film?" He went, "Oh, I didn't like the theme." Didn't like the theme. <laughs> what the lesbian cake theme, Dad? <laughs> Amazing. No, my dad's fine. He's just you know he's old school. Yeah, he's old school Scottish. What can you say? There aren't any gays in Outlander, just in case you're wondering. Well... They didn't exist back then. Um, we, they only got invented in the 70s. <laughs> By the English. They weren't invented before then. And Scotland wasn't happy. They didn't get catch on to that invention until, I think, the early 90s. And then they were invented then. So, so it's a lot to expect. <laughs> it's a lot to expect of the Scottish. And of your dad. Oh, my dear. Anyway. Um, well, anyway, all in all, so what happens at the end of the episode? Because I can't remember. And the police, because the, the police bugger off. Somebody's called them. She's looking at the rings. That's what happens at the end. Oh, yeah, she looks looking at the rings. Doesn't she drop a ring and it falls into a crack? Yeah, it's because she's hid it in a dress. She's hid it in a dress. The gold one from, from her English husband. Yes, not the one that was made from a lock from Jamie. Which we'll find the reasons why later. It's all, got, it's all significant. See, Jamie's hiding his feelings. Jamie's hiding his feelings and his lock. Um... Um, it's, I think it's very good acting from both of them. The acting's brilliant in this, I think. You know, they do the looks really well. They I mean, do the looks really well. I would find it, that's the thing, you know, when they go, oh, acting's easy. But you try looking at someone with that sexy look. I can't even do it in real life. <laughs> you're like, you're really attracted to someone. I mean, I tried it once and someone went, God, what is that on your, what's happening to your face? And I was like, don't you like it? They're like, it's creepy. I was like, oh, God. That was me. That was my alluring look. So, I'm like, it's because I'm really good at hiding my feelings. Dear God. <laughs> Yeah, Maureen, you're like a flipping, you're a veritable, I don't know, you're Easter Island uh, <laughs> statue. No idea what she's thinking at any given moment. So, all in all, it was a very enjoyable episode. I have watched it quite a lot of times. It was a very enjoyable episode. More importantly, they got down and dirty, they had the relations, and here we've now established that they are a unit. And that they like each other. Oh, they like each other, they do love each other. And that Claire, Claire doesn't realise, I don't think Claire realises that she loves him yet, but she does. Jamie loves Claire. Claire is yet to realise that she's in love with Jamie, but is pretty close to realising it. And definitely knows that she likes the sexy bits in it. And uh, and this will be... And that Jamie's an incredibly quick learner when it comes to sex. Very quick. I mean, so you know how long it takes to get somebody to do what you want. This is what I like. No, not that. No, stop that. Don't, why are you doing that? Get off, get off, get off, get off. None of that. Bam. Got it right first time. So... Good. Well, we've, that's it. That's episode seven. Of, this is episode four, but we've been discussing episode seven of Outland, and we'll be back with episodes probably eight and, eight and nine, or eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, let's be, been arrested in the let's speed that process. I mean, we would do it here, but I can't sit here a second longer. It's actually now getting embarrassing. Um, <laughs> I think the film's about to start. And I think the film's about to start. So it's uh, goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. And we'll, we'll see, hear you at the next... We're going. Bye. Bye.